Kawan Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the clinic. We are live on WISN every Saturday morning, also on WIBA in Madison. Uh, Jeff Kowal, of course, your host. He's president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. And how are you, Jeff? Good morning. I'm well, Paul. How are you doing? I'm good, and I'm anxious for your show. I'm ready because you've got a guest with us today that we'll introduce in just a minute. We also have our sexy segment every week. Uh, We'll hear from Aaron Kowal for the Boss Minute. That's right. For business owners' savings. Uh, and basically, we talk about retirement every week, Jeff. Now, let's just give the elevator speech. That's what you do at the Kowal Investment Group. You focus on retirement. That's right. I, I'm giving an elevator speech. Yes, you are. Okay. Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. We work with uh, individuals and business owners who are close to or already in retirement that have $750,000 or more in retirement assets and are serious about their retirement planning. We care about your success in retirement. Uh, for most of our clients, they've reached a point where they've uh, accumulated some assets, have developed some success. So how do you preserve it, grow it? take income from it and pass it on to your heirs, whether it be your business or your assets or your retirement plan. TheKowalWay.com is your website. A lot of good information on that website, including all of your locations, which we should mention real quickly. Headquartered, world headquarters in Waukesha, Port Washington office up in Ozaukee County. Um, Of course, you're in Phoenix, Arizona. Your latest address, Jeff, is in Racine. Right off the freeway, you're at Highway 20. That's a great location. You can't miss that sign and that location. That's right. For now. Uh, we just uh, bought a new building there and we're modeling that. So that's a great location right off the expressway on, on uh, 94 and, and Highway 20 in Racine. Um, you can also meet, obviously, by f- giving them a phone call anytime, 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040 is the phone number. Okay, time to start today's show. As I mentioned, we have a guest. Yeah, let me introduce you to Tim Bullard. He's the president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. Um, he, their company buys and sells businesses, helps business owners uh, develop a plan for that. A lot of our clients and our listeners are uh, business owners. So how do you plan for the exit of your business and have a successful retirement? I think care, Tim uh, cares deeply about his clients as we do, so we thought we'd bring him on today. Uh, welcome, Tim. Thanks. I'm really excited to be with you. Well, tell us a little bit more about the Lakes Business Group. Well, we are a, a business brokerage firm that specializes in representing uh, business sellers and business owners in developing their exit strategy, uh, you know, passing it on to their uh, heirs and uh, mergers and acquisitions. And so we, uh, uh, our job is to protect the, the seller to make sure he can maximize the amount of return he gets on his uh, sale. Great, and you're working with. Do you work with both sides? You work with the seller primarily. Ninety percent. We we only represent one side, and normally that is the seller. Okay. And and uh, we do every now and then in M and A, we get retained to, uh, you know, do carve outs or do product purchases, but mainly it's representing the seller. Okay. How has that gone with COVID? A lot of fun, isn't uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been an educational experience. <laughs> Uh, to put it mildly, um, you know, everybody is unbelievably stressed out. Uh, when COVID first hit, 
our business just dried up. We had uh, several million dollars in closes, and they just, you know, uh, dried up. But now uh, it's it's there's so much money out there that it's it's like a feeding frenzy in businesses right now. Interesting. Um, and why is that? Why did the, are, so are the banks loosening up again? Do they realize? Well, the banks are ridiculous to deal with. I mean, uh, uh, but the interest rates are really low. And if you know how to navigate that, uh, you can you can do business with banks. But and unfortunately, if you have a business of about five million dollars or less in size, the only way you can get a loan is through the SBA. But the SBA has some pretty uh, tight criteria. Um, and then on the other side of it, there's just ridiculous amounts of funds uh, on the sidelines called peg funds, and that's investment groups and investors who have pooled their money together to go buy businesses. Uh, or to expand existing businesses, because right now it's very difficult to grow a business generically. You really grow up by expansion. Um, you know, uh, right now it's difficult to hire people, but it's a, it's a lot easier to go buy a business that already has people in it and fold it into yours. That's a great point, because um, instead of going one uh, new customer at a time, you buy a group of customers and you buy that loyalty. Uh, there are so many acronyms in our business. Uh, tell us about pig funds. Pig, pig is private investment group. Okay, and, venture uh, capital type of things. Exactly. You could have come exactly. up with a better acronym than pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some nasty words I call them, but uh, <laughs> that's the nicest thing I could say. About them. <laughs> I suppose it's better than the alternative. <laughs> that's right, but there, uh, you know, that it's venture groups, it's uh, bank funds. Uh, uh, I mean, we've sold a couple of businesses to. Uh, uh, oh, like the Canadian Teachers Retirement Fund. Um, uh, it, it's people who have money pooled to go and try to increase the return on their investments. And in buying businesses in this market, uh, you know, they, they uh, can do very, very well, a lot better than this, the risk of the stock market. So as a business broker, I, I would think that you would have to get involved then with the financing of it. Is that how well, you find out? we get involved out? with all aspects of it. And, uh, that, I mean, that's one of the problems is, is – um, uh, you know, most people, for, well, first of all, uh, when, when you're dealing like in Wisconsin, let's just say the normal business owner, $25 million or less in sales, they really uh, don't have too many people to go to to do it right. And our job is to protect them. And in protecting them, that we make sure that, you know, it's not what you sell your business for, it's what you get to keep. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people yep. don't think about that. Yep. And, and uh, so we not only have to help them with the financing for the sale, we also have to negotiate uh, because our business is to leverage value up. We think if you go to your accountant and he says your business is worth a multiple of two or three times EBITDA, you know, you don't need us if that's what you want to sell your business for. If you want to get, make more money than that, that's when you use us to employ leveraging your value up. And so it's, it's a, a complex program, but if you're represented right, you do very, very well. Okay, you brought up another one. EBITDA, you better go through that as well. Two to three times. It's a multiple. Earnings before taxes, interest, depreciation, and amortization. And, uh, but let's just say profit. The, the, the thing that most owners don't realize, or they really, really realize, is the fact that they operate their business not to pay taxes. So they may uh, show at the end of the year a profit of $100,000, whatever it is. But in, our job is to go back and recast their books to seller's discretionary. There you go, and and say here's what you really, here's what you would make if you were a public company, 
And every one of those dollars that we find is worth $5. So all of a sudden, the business that has a tax return of $100,000 might have, uh, uh, you know, really $500,000 in, in uh, EBITDA, or, well, seller's discretionary earnings. And that's how you value the company. So the what's spot. a sweet spot? For, did you have a question, Paul? What's your sweet spot for, for businesses? And is it mostly in the state of Wisconsin that you're dealing with? No, we deal, uh, well, uh, most of our listings or engagements are in uh, Wisconsin, but we have uh, clients in Ireland, China, uh, you know, Malaysia, California, all over the place. Yeah, who doesn't? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we all do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, and our type of marketing, which is different than anybody else in the industry, uh, you know, a little bit about our company, I mean, we, we're, we're number one worldwide in the VR system, which is the oldest uh, uh, business brokerage system in the United States. We have seven of the ten top producers in the world. Um, and the difference is, is because we uh, have a marketing approach where we go globally. We bring in buyers from China, from all over the place, to buy businesses, and that helps leverage value up for the owner. We don't just deal with the good old boy network of calling a couple accountants and uh, you know, bankers that we know and, and if they do that, most business owners regret it because they leave money on the table. Yeah. So size of business that you're talking about, what, what size? $25 million, we $5 million, two, $100 we, million? we have two divisions at Lake Business Group. One is called VR Business Brokers, and that's Main Street businesses. And that's really people who have a profit or seller's discretionary uh, earnings of, let's say, $750,000 and less. And that's, uh, you know, Main Street businesses. Yep. Um, it could be... Uh, we try to avoid restaurants, but uh, other than that, it's any other thing you could think of. And then we have our M&A division, which uh, is, uh, uh, you know, what we're most proud of, and that's Lakes Business Group, which is, you know, uh, I guess, SDE of a million and a half on up. M&A, even I know that one, Jeff. Mergers right. and acquisitions. That's not a bad. It's not M and M. It's M and A. M and A. Tim Bullard is, is our guest. He's president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. He helps owners buy and sell businesses. And Jeff, I believe Tim is going to be with us the entire hour on the show. He will be. And yes. You got to wait. The sexy segment's going to be awesome. You're going because Tim's going to be on that one as well. And, and helping us out with that. Helping us out with that. Well, and what we'll do is, because we're live on, on the Retirement Clinic, if you do have any questions here on WISM, we'll have the phone lines open. Uh, I would assume business owners of all sizes, Jeff? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So if you've got a question, uh, now's the time to jump in. Talk to Jeff Cole about your retirement questions or Tim about buying or selling your business at uh, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. That number is open at 414-799-1130, 414-799-1130. And Jeff, of course, you don't mind taking retirement questions. Of course, sure. As we always do. Okay, um, why don't we take our first break right now, then we're going to come back and hear from Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute. It's about business owners, their savings, and their retirement, and their plan. They need plans, too, just like you do, your personal retirement plan. That's all coming up. And again, lines will be open up until 11 a.m. at 799-1130. You're listening to The Retirement Clinic. Joining us, of course, our guest, Tim Bullard. Uh, your host is Jeff Kowal. His website, The Kowal Way. Dot com. Check it out. Also on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. All of that is on com. Please check it out. They do market updates on WISN and WIBA Monday through Friday. That's right. 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block, WISN in Milwaukee, WIBA in Madison. 
uh, at 4.55 with Vicki McKenna. So we try to give you a minute of what's going on in the market that particular day. What's driving the markets up and down? We wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, Tech Heavy, NASDAQ, every day Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock news blocks in Milwaukee and 4.55 WIBN Madison. Never a shortage of things to talk about these days. Absolutely not. All right, a quick break on the retirement clinic. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. If you're considering opening your own business, you may have put your plans on hold due to the pandemic. You may even think starting your, your own business right now seems crazy, but that's not necessarily the case. Yes, many businesses were forced to close indefinitely amid the pandemic. While the U.S. lost more businesses in the first three months of the pandemic than it normally does in an entire year, it has also left an unusually large void to fill and created an open market for new startups. According to government data, Americans are starting new businesses at the fastest rate in more than a decade. Many are taking advantage of new opportunities to reshape the economy after the pandemic shutdown. Applications for employer identification numbers have passed 3.2 million so far this year. According to the Census Bureau, that's 500,000 more than this time in 2019. This group include gig economy workers and other independent contractors who may have gone out on their own after being laid off. This jump may be one sign that the pandemic is speeding up creative destruction, a concept used by an economist in the 1940s to describe how new, innovative businesses often displace older, less efficient ones, buoying long-term prosperity. Now may be the perfect time to revisit your business plan and put your dreams into motion. Your new business could help fill a void or aid in reshaping our economy and support job creation. If you're not sure where to start or if you need recommendations, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit us at thekowalway.com. That is Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute for business owners, their savings and their security it's about owning your retirement, not just your biz. I like that line, Jeff, and business owners should be concerned, at least be aware of the fact they need a retirement plan. That's right. And a lot of our clients understand that they're business owners. That, uh, and Tim Bullard is with us today, president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. Um, and he understands it as well that a lot of times uh, business owners will think that their business is their retirement plan. And for some, it works out that way. For others, it makes sense. And actually, for most people, it makes sense to have a, a backup plan that you have a retirement plan in place for your business, uh, along with the, uh, gr- growing the value of your business. But Tim uh, Bullard's with us again, the president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. Uh, we talked we talked about a little bit about Lakes Business Group. Tim, um, we we talked a little bit about the size of the companies. What about the 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 areas in which you're most active? The types of businesses that you're working with. Well, the hottest, the hottest areas right now are manufacturing, healthcare, uh, distribution, um, and technology. I mean, um, uh, we can't get enough of those. Those businesses, sell, if they're profitable, they sell instantly. But could I go back to something that Aaron said on the air? Sure. You know, these a lot of people are thinking about going into business on their own, and a lot of people are told about, uh, especially by franchisors and people like that, about using their IRAs and their 401ks to fund the business. 
And I would strongly urge them to talk to you before they uh, go down that path and have some professional advice as to what the implications are of that. I see too many people buying businesses, rolling their retirement plans in there, thinking, wow, this is a great way to build my retirement plan, but they don't know what the ramifications are tax-wise and down the road if they try to get out or undo it. And, uh, again, they need professional advice on that before they just jump in with two feet. That's great advice, and, and we would agree. And that's, uh, you, know, you have to be careful. You have to look at all aspects of the planning, not just uh, buying the business, but taxes, retirement plan, um, you know, how it fits in with the rest of your estate, and also working with people that you trust. That's, a, that's great advice, uh, Tim. Um, when you're looking at these businesses, are you saying that uh, – so, so I see your ads. I see them on, online. You say that's a great source for you. But are those people that are selling or buying? Are they, you, you, uh, well, we, we, average, we average about 70 buyers, or not 70, about 35 buyers a day. And uh, 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 we have over 30,000 buyers that are vetted that we work with. Um, and we probably get, I don't know, 10 or 15 new engagements uh, a week to look at, but we only take maybe two or three of them. Um, because we have some pretty high standards. Most people want to, don't want to go through the effort that we, that we put them through to package their business so they can leverage the value up. So you help with that. But you're, So you're saying basically you have about 15 to 20 to 1 buyers to sellers. Right. And in this market, it takes 39 buyers to find one qualified person to, to buy a business. Wow. The rest of them... Uh, don't don't qualify or fit, and a lot of that is because on the smaller scale buy, buyers, which is, you know, SBA loans, um, they don't understand what the loan process is or what the qualifications are, and and all of the uh, pitfalls in getting that loan. The patients that go through know, the process. Yep. That's right, and so we try to uh, educate them, and so. It takes 39 people to find one qualified person. We talk about, there are some other things I want to ask you about, but you bring up some, every, everything you bring up generates a couple more questions. What do you, talk, what do you mean when you talk about uh, somebody comes to you and they're not ready, they, their business isn't packaged to be sold? What do you mean by that, and how do you help them? Well, the first thing is that we do is, is they call and they say they're thinking of selling their business. We interview them. We ask to look at their books and records. We tell them we can't, you know, sell your business until we can uh, put a, a real value on it. And we have uh, internal CDAs who are appraisers. And, uh, and we, uh, again, we think we can always get a lot more than appraised value for a business if we market it right. So we review their business, and if we see that they're missing some uh, steps, which a lot of businesses are, we'll give them uh, uh, counseling as to what to do to leverage value up, maybe wait six months, or, or uh, you know, take some steps. In the classic cases, you have a business owner who's owned his business for 15, 20 years, but he has no depth of management in the company, uh, or he thinks he doesn't. You know, he doesn't think he has, but he's, he's a control freak, and he can't let go. And we, so we'll analyze his business with him and say, you know what, you have this manager here who's the perfect play, person. You know, move him up to the next level for three or six months so he can prove himself, and now that adds value to your business. That's a great point. Do family businesses get a little bit more complicated? Now that you mentioned Tim, you know he's too close. To, if it's family a family business, you care. They're a nightmare. They're a nightmare. Are a nightmare. Well, let's hear about no. it. Let, tell okay, me why. Well, first of all, well, first of all, a lot of people wait, uh, uh, and I'm sure Jeff will agree to this. 
a lot of people wait too long to address the family in the business. They make a lot of promises, and, you know, when it comes down to it, greed gets in. Everybody has a different agenda in a family. And so when we work with family businesses, you know, we try to put together and get everybody in a room and put together an exit strategy that everybody agrees to. So when we go to market, you know, maybe this one want, uh, sometimes we have to raise funding for them to buy the parent out. Um, or we just negotiate the purchase between the parents and the, the family because it's too emotional. Um, so that that's the most difficult one. The worst case is where the uh, parent decided he was going to sell the business and then he dies. And then um, uh, the the family is left with a big mess. Yeah, we got to talk about that too. But I, I can talk to you uh, about my peers. Many of them are they they can't part with the business. You were exactly right. Uh, when and the next generation, their their kid, their son, daughter, um, figures that they could just maintain the business and not grow it. And that's I think a big difference in what we've identified. Maybe maybe because of mistakes my peers have made, where they don't bring they don't give responsibility to the next generation. They don't hire for the next generation to be in place. I mean, if you look at our website, we've got a lot of young faces on there, and I think that's a that that was Aaron's influence that helped with that and sometimes well, you're 100 percent correct and that's the biggest mistake people make they don't uh have depth of management you know what uh, you could be doing 20 million dollars in sales and make a million dollars a year and you could be a three-person distribution company and and they're not going to pay you very much for that company because there's no depth of management there's no human capital um uh you know there's no succession plan versus the guy who's living in florida who has management in place, um, guess what? They will pay top dollar for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Um, so is that a blind spot for owners, you think, uh, not Absolutely. having the depth of management? What other things Absolutely. are they saying? When, when you say that they're not prepared to sell their business, what other types of things are, are obvious that, that they need to pay attention to? They don't have clean books and records. Um, they have... Uh, uh, a lot of open items, uh, such as lawsuits that haven't been resolved, or they have uh, loans that they they can't document that have been paid off in the past, or they've made a lot of promises to the employees, and all the employees are going to walk when they find if they find out it's for sale, and that's why all sales should be very very confidential. Nobody should ever know your business is for sale until the day you close. Wow, that's um, interesting. It's unlike residential real estate, obviously, where you're getting it out there and advertising as much as you can, Tim. Well, and that's the problem, uh, especially in Wisconsin. You know, uh, business brokers in Wisconsin are licensed realtors, and the vast majority of them look at it like a real estate transaction where there's a lot more involved and a lot more liability and contingent liability in selling a business. And also I'll say it's the most emotional experience in a person's life. Um, You know, if you've had a business for 10 years, uh, you're very vested in that. And it's an emotional thing to let go and sell. And, uh, and, you know, our job is to protect the seller so that he can get as much money as possible and also so he doesn't have any contingent liabilities going forward. Hard to control those emotions, though. Like you said, that's your life. You poured your whole life into that business. You, you, you Maybe you started that business, maybe you didn't, but you're so involved in it, Tim. To strip those emotions away must be a challenge. Well, I think the first thing is, is if you is trust. It, it uh, you know, we tell our clients if for any reason you don't, this, you know, we're we're about to become a partner with you for a period of time, 
And if you don't trust us, don't use us, go somewhere else. It doesn't matter. You're not going to hurt our feelings because, you know, we tell our clients, if you need to call me at 3 o'clock in the morning and you're having anxiety over this, call me because it happens all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten calls from a, a client like he's, he would call me at 4 o'clock in the morning and say, this is Johnny Walker calling Tim. You know, I've had a few drinks, and I'm really nervous. Should no, I be doing this Johnny Walker. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Daniels was calling after that. <laughs> and, and I have to tell you, you know, if you ask my wife, um, you know, most of my business, uh, I mean, we're very good at our job, but, but, but the, one of the things that separates us, I think, is what happens after 6 o'clock at night when our clients have a chance to think and, and have anxiety. And they yep. should. It's a loss. It's a serious loss. And, and you have to deal with that because, unfortunately, a lot of people get down to the wire, to the closing line, and they get two days before closing, and they then realize that they actually sold the business. Okay? And if they're not represented properly, they've done nothing to figure out how much money they're going to be able to keep out of this. And secondly, they're not prepared for it. And so they'll walk. And, and uh, make a stupid mistake because of emotion. They're scared. And that's part and so, of where, where we come in, too. Absolutely. And if we can get uh, uh, a financial consultant involved early on, you know, we can also structure the deal so the guy gets the, the seller gets to keep more money. Well, and that's what it's all about. Let's just talk about that. Tim is, uh, by the way, president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. You help owners buy and sell business. Jeff, what you do is work on people's retirement plan. And often, as we heard from Aaron Kowal, your business for many people, not only is your whole life, you're all wrapped up and engaged in it emotionally. But you, th- you may think of that as your retirement plan. I need that money for retirement. But how do you, and, and Tim brought it up earlier, when you get a chunk of money, whether it be from retirement or from assets that you have elsewhere or from your business, how do you, first of all, preserve that? Because that's your life savings. If that's your uh, proceeds from the sale of a business, that's your life savings. How do you preserve it, grow it, then take income from it, and then pass it on to your kids or pass it on to your heirs or give it away to charity? You know, that's an important aspect of the planning, whether it be retirement planning or business planning. And, Tim, just before we go to break, have you had situations where you've stopped, started a process, got deep into it, to a sale, and then you stop it because of emotion, because of the psychological part of it? All the time. All the time. Yeah, I want to pick up on that, and I understand, Tim, after oh. we come back, the sexy segment's right around the corner, right? Uh, and we talk about wealth management and preservation. We call it the sexy segment. Uh, Tim will be joining us for that segment, and we got some fun stuff to talk about. That's right, Tim. Uh, two things I think will be fun to talk about. One is that Tim uh, had some dealings with uh, President Trump when he worked in New York. So, uh, Tim, uh, if you want to share those with us, that would be a lot of fun. Second thing is what Paul likes is horror stories. Deals that went wrong, just uh, uh, crash and burn, those types of things. Now, we're not looking forward to that. But, no, we don't want but, that, but, but I, I like hearing some, You can learn from horror stories. If there are things that went particularly well, uh, transactions that went particularly well, or those that crash and burn, we'd like to hear about those in a sexy segment coming up. It's coming up on the Retirement Clinic, WISN and WIBA. We'll be right back.
Yeah, that music says it's time for today's sexy segment and with our special guest, Tim Bullard. Tim is a president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. Uh, they help business owners buy and sell business. As we learned, Jeff, in the first half hour of the show, much different than selling your home or, or any personal property and all sizes of business. Not only emotions involved, but getting every all your ducks in a row. And now we're going to learn a little bit about... <laughs> Not just horror stories, but how you can learn, I guess, from other That's right. mistakes. That's right. And this this, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those typically with a million dollars or more. And we call it wealth management and preservation. And if you if you find uh, mistakes or things you can learn from, that's a way that you can preserve your wealth uh, as you move into retirement. Uh, Tim, tell us a little bit about your history with, with President Trump, first of all, and then go to a couple of uh, success stories and, and maybe uh, blunders. Okay, well, for, before I started Lakes Business Group for 20 years, I worked in mergers and acquisitions in public companies and global trade. And the company I worked for was Atwood Richards for 15 years and then Tradewell. And Atwood Richards was owned by uh, Lee Iacocca and a guy named Morton Bin, and Donald Trump was one of their best friends. And so I got to meet him first at a party they had for me when I got Disney as a client, but then over the years, he became a client of mine. And for 10 years, he was uh, my client. And uh, uh, he took me to school. What can I say? <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> President Trump was your client. That's got to be just an, looking back at that, an amazing thing. Well, it was. And, and um, uh, I laugh because, you know, I have a different perspective seeing him on TV and all this kind of stuff. But um, he is, you know, he is as you see on TV, but he is the most. Uh, he's the most amazing man I ever, I mean, he taught me, uh, he, as I said, he took me to school. He taught me a lot. He taught me the most important word in the vocabulary is no. And uh, he also was a guy, a master, of being able to walk down the street and know everybody's name and be the salt of the earth, and that's who he was. I mean, and the stories about going into his office with his kids playing there are absolutely true. He is uh, not as some of the media wants to project him to be. But also a very difficult, ruthless businessman. Uh, you know, the New York mentality is different than the Midwest mentality. <laughs> New, York, New York mentality is, you know, uh, if you if you let me screw you, I'm going to screw you, <laughs> ah. and, and it's your fault. And then we can be best friends afterwards, and we'll go. We'll take another round the next time. And that's a lot different than uh, you know our mentality here in the Midwest. Right. Chris Wallace talked about uh, when the news came out that Trump ke- uh, tested positive for COVID yesterday. Wallace was on Fox News saying that, uh, okay, we've got our differences. You know, I don't, uh, obviously, he's not, he's not a big supporter of Trump. We all know right. that. However, he right. said when he came in for the debate, when they just checked out the sound and the lighting and the team was there, he said, President Trump is one of those guys that just, when he walks in the room, he's in command a- and everybody knows it. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But also, uh, I'll just give you like, sorry, my wife had a gallbladder uh, attack. And I was in New York, and there was a snowstorm, and I couldn't get home. And he was having dinner with my boss, and he offered his jet to fly me home. Jeez. So I could be with my wife. Now, I didn't avail myself of it, but um, I, I thought that was unbelievable. Yeah. A guy who barely knew me and who uh, most of the time was at odds with me. Uh, on a business relationship, <laughs> who, who wouldn't do something like that? That's pretty nice. So on, on a different scale, what? Tell, let's talk a little bit about deals that have gone well and deals that uh, you maybe have, uh, our, our listeners could learn from. 
Well, I guess some of them the listeners could learn from is, you know, don't lie to your broker. Don't hide, try to hide anything because it will all come out. I mean, I've been at closings when I first opened up my office. Uh, uh, again, I was used to dealing with public companies, not private companies. So most public companies have audited books. I came to Wisconsin, and I learned the hard way that, you know, uh, people can make up their books, say whatever they want. And uh, so I've seen horror stories, such as going to a closing where, with a restaurant where uh, they close, and the minute he signed the paper, in walk uh, some people with, with uh, some papers he signed for debt, and they took all the money, and now the guy lost his house because he lived above the bar. He lost everything. And had he just disclosed that up front, wow. uh, you know, we, we could have worked around all those things. And so, uh, you know, you have to disclose everything. And if you have problems in your business, there isn't any problem we can't deal with as long as we know what it is. You know, um, and so, uh, I mean, I, uh, the guy was talking about in Costa Rica, you know, we sold this large, uh, very large uh, uh, computer company, and we get to the final end of, the, of doing all the due diligence, and he owes all this money to the IRS, and he was in, in Costa Rica because he wanted to be a fishing captain, which is what he told us. He was there because he was hiding out from the IRS. And, uh, you know, I had to go and clean up all those messes for him uh, before we could close the deal. So uh, Obviously, <laughs> tax issues can really put a damper on, on these deals. Uh, is that right up at the top of the list, Tim? Uh, tax issues right now at the top of the list is PPP, which is uh, uh, just, you know, uh, whoever, you know, these, most people had, didn't read what they signed. And, you know, they think that that's free money. It's not free money. That's right. The government says it is. And so there has to be escrowed at closing. Well, sometimes that's a, a very large portion of what the proceeds are. And, when, and they didn't go and seek help. And I'm talking about smaller business owners. You know, they didn't go and get expert advice from uh, uh, anyone. And then they find out that, wow, I thought I was going to get a million dollars, but I owe PPP $270,000. <laughs> and that would have been because they didn't spend it on, on payroll or other things that related to keeping the, the employees in place. No, they spent it properly, but right now it's a debt. They haven't, it hasn't been I see. As big, uh, I see. Well, so even if they used it properly, I, I get what you're saying. I thought you were saying right. they took the family on vacation with their PPP. That's not what no, you mean. Some people, some people do that, but you know what? Um, the vast majority of the people tr honored it uh, for the most part. And uh, But the problem is that is a liability, so that those funds have to be escrowed until the government says it's forgiven. Well, that's money they don't get right away. Okay. If they get it at all because they keep changing the rules, as you know. I like these horror stories anymore. Jeff, do you got anything you want to toss in? No, oh let, let's hear let's hear one more. Then I want to give I want to get to your uh, your business name, your phone number, contact information, okay. things like that too. So give us one more well, good story. Well, well one more is, uh, and uh, again, this shows you why you need to do due diligence. Okay, and it, it's not good enough to have a buyer come in. You better do a bad background check on every single buyer. So we had a gun store. Where uh, uh, and the owner was found the buyer and he's all excited and he's giving the buyer access to everything and and uh, he wants to close. We do a background check on the guy and he's a convicted felon. He, it was illegal for him to even walk into that store. Jeez. They wasted all that time. <laughs> but he was the perfect candidate to buy a store. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
And so uh, there's all kinds of things like that that go on. And that's why you need to be protected. You know, you need to find out who's buying your business. And and then uh, I think the one thing that's missing that Jeff should really talk about sometime more is the fact that you need to get the, your financial advisor involved early on in the process, not at the end, because we can structure deals such as owner financing, such as uh, maybe term payments, right. uh, the way you allocate assets in the sale to, for, so that it's leveraged to the value of the, the money that the owner gets versus him leaving money sitting there. Yeah, you talk about term payments, allocation of assets. We have what's called a streamlined retirement process. And, Tim, just a little bit about what we do. The streamlined retirement process takes a look at a cash flow analysis, whether it's money coming in on term payments or if you have a lump sum blend in Social Security, any other retirement assets or other assets that you have. We'll do a cash flow analysis for that. Again, we look at your investments with the objective is to preserve it, grow it, take income from it, pass it on to your heirs. We also look at the wills and trusts, any agreements that you might have for the business or for your personal life. We also address the thing that one of the things that can really derail an otherwise successful retirement plan, and that's long-term care, nursing home, home health care, assisted living. You think you got it made when you walk away from your business, but what are the things that can that can destroy an otherwise successful retirement plan and a successful sale of your business. Tim, give your information again about the uh, Lakes business. Well, wait a minute. Are there any more Donald Trump stories? I love those. <laughs> uh, well, uh, not really. Not, none that I can say on the air. <laughs> <laughs> that's even, that's all you needed to say. Yeah. Uh, that's outstanding. That the tenure you relationship, that's pretty good. Yeah. For ten minutes, um, wow! That's the kind of guy he was, and uh, um, uh, but you know that was a learning experience. It's uh, there's a few people that have really greatly impact your life, and he's one of them. Clearly so, a leader. I mean, I, obviously, president of the United States, you have to have that in your blood. But clearly, he commands respect. I'll say one other thing about him. You know, they say about the you know he had more women working for him in high positions back then, and this goes back 15, 20 years ago, than anybody else I ever met, okay? Uh, most of his key employees at his properties and the developments that he was doing were women who were very, very sharp. Positions of responsibility. Yeah. Right. Not just arm candy. So, again, what we see in the media, probably not an accurate portrayal of the real uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Tim, that's some neat stuff that you shared with us. Now, let's get to your company. You are president and CEO of Lakes Business Group. You do help owners buy and sell businesses. Do you want to give out your website or phone number? Sure, www.lakesbusinessgroup.com. Our main phone number is 262-347-2083. And we also do business evaluations. We do business consulting. We're uh, actually a consulting practice that does business brokerage. Well, okay, we thank you. LakesBusinessGroup.com, 262-347-2083. You got it. And uh, there's one more segment coming back. we got to take a quick break. On the Retirement Clinic, Jeff Kowal, of course, your host. Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist on WIBA Madison, WISN Milwaukee. The Retirement Clinic will be right back. Stick around.
All right, we are wrapping up today's retirement clinic. We're on every Saturday on WISN and WIBA with Jeff Cole. Well, what a good show today, Jeff. And- yeah, Tim Bowler, President and CEO of Lakes Business Group. Um, uh, uh, Tim, thanks for coming today. You want to give your information one last time? Sure. Lakesbusinessgroup.com, 262-347-2083. This went too fast. I have a lot more to say. Well, we'll have you back again. We're working 10 years with, you know, with Donald Trump. I mean, I again, I want more stories, either on or off the air. I don't care. Yeah, well, they're endless, let me tell you. I loved them. Uh, thank you so much, Tim, for helping us out today. And really, what we talk about, we do the boss segment every week, That's Jeff. right. We talk the boss segment, and it's really two or three minutes about business. We don't emphasize. I think Tim helped put a lot of meat on the bones regarding the boss minute and how we work with businesses. And it's not about... Uh, just growing your business. It's about how do you convert that into lifelong income and, and taking that business and creating wealth and a legacy for your family. So, Tim, thanks a lot again. Um, no Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Um, for the last 33 years, we've been working with people who are close to or already in retirement with $750,000 or more in retirement assets. Uh, so do give us a call if you're close to or already in retirement. If you're do, a do-it-yourselfer who's tired of doing it yourself and you're getting whipsawed by the markets, uh, get online at the Kowal Way, K O W A L, the Kowal Way.com, or call us at 262 522 4040. Paul, last week we did a show on the election. Um, we have on our website right now the uh, uh, seven things that you should be concerned with regarding the election. So go to that. Uh, that's a blog that's up there right now. And I think at the end of the day today, we will have last week's show. With that, we talked about the issues with regard to the, the, the positions that President Trump and that Joe Biden are taking, uh, taking uh, and how it affects the markets, how it can potentially affect the markets. We talked in that show last week about um, um, uh, the, the, how the markets have performed in the past, during election years especially. Mm-hmm. And then we wrap it up with five things that you should do as you look at the election. So go on the website, uh, perhaps Monday or Tuesday, that, that, that link will be up for last week's show. You want to listen to that? It's a great show, I think, in my, opi- it, my humble opinion. It, it was a very good show, Jeff, and everything's at thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com, headquartered in Waukesha, Port Washington office, Phoenix, Arizona, and of course in Racine as well. Also on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, you can also call the Koal. That's right, 262 to schedule an appointment with, to meet with one of our great advisors and listen to our business reports Monday through Friday on WISN and WIBA in Madison. Great show, and uh, once again, Tim was a fascinating guest. I could listen to those stories all day. We'll bring him on again. He He'll be fun. back. Thank you, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Thanks, you too, Paul. I'm Paul Cronforce, the Retirement Clinic on WISN and WIBA.